Peace, power, and prosperity, family. This is Amir, the Chicago crypto hustler, Bitcoin block bully, coming to you once again with an early rising show of coffee and crypto. How we doing out there, family? How we doing out there, family? How we doing out there, family? Um, live via Facebook, New Money Matrix podcast. How we doing out there? Um, as we can see, eh, still pretty much Bloody Monday as usual. You know the usual song, song, and uh, dance. Now, we can see right here, though, BNB has retraced down to below $16, where it was trailing, what, what did it have a high of, uh, maybe 17, 17 and a half? Let's take a look and see exactly what uh, BNB was trading at. And you're going to see these nice little dips back down. We could have a run up to about 19, 19.50. Let's see exactly where we did run up to previously. Let me see. How are we doing out there? We got a lot of news in the market, a lot of news in the market. Um, there has, sadly, there has been a hack to the Dragon X exchange market. It has been a hack to the Dragon X exchange market, though the, uh, the exchange itself is up and running. Let me see. You can still, so the site hasn't disappeared or anything to that nature, <clears throat> as you can see. Still got a balance here of... Uh, 213 the USDT though you I cannot utilize it as of right now so um Dragon X system delayed to recover I believe this is the last article that they released uh on the 24th and they released in their telegram earlier um earlier in the AM that they had had a hack occur to the exchange market so I mean, you know, these are some of the uh, pitfalls and dangers of utilizing this 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 new money matrix. You know, it's still the wild, wild west out here, you know. Um, that's why one of the best pieces of advice that anyone could ever give is don't put too much forth that you're not willing to lose, you know, too many eggs in one basket. You know what I mean? You got to spread them around kind of thinly. Now, me personally, the assets or the funds that I have available on DragonX um, came exclusively from my CDPs who I paid down, you know what I mean? So in actuality, the funds that are over here at least are funds that I loaned myself and I have since paid back. So in a sense, the hit is not too hard as if, you know what I'm saying, versus if I would have sent all of my own funds over there, you know, but, you know, most of mine are CDP related. That's why I show individuals how to use a lot more of this space and how to utilize that which wasn't yours, you know what I mean, to grow more wealth. So as one was making profit, you know, the profit should have been getting seeped out of the platform. Um, we got another story, and I, I'll be keeping close eye on the updates as it relates to the hack um, in Dragon X. Anybody that recently went through the hack on Cryptopia, are they back up and running? And open the trading. Let's see. Where's Cryptopia? Let's see. Let's slide over there to Cryptopia real quick. How we doing out there, family? How's everybody doing? Brother Omar, Brother Kennedy, Miss Agnes, Brother Tim, Brother Chris, um, Brother Jay, L, Islam, Brother Walter, what's going on? Miss Stephanie, peace, 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 peace. Hey, happy Bloody Mondays, man. Happy Bloody Monday, Brother Chris. 
Hey, I see you be moving around the world, man. I see you be moving around uh, rubbing elbows with all the right people. Start the trading. So is this back open then? Hmm. Anybody using Cryptopia? Is Cryptopia back open now and were your funds still intact on here? I know with some people out there that use Cryptopia. Brother Kennedy, have you tried logging back on yet yourself? I wonder what was my what was my information for Cryptopia? Hmm. I have to think about it because I got a uh let me see. I got a, I got I have an account on Cryptopia, though I haven't used it in forever. So is anybody out there that's um that uses Cryptopia that has returned since they opened the doors back after the uh, recent hack that happened in January. If there is anybody out there, let me know. Um, let's go ahead and first take a look at the pictograph once again. There we go. There goes that bloody Monday we'd be looking for. And it's not even too much of a pullback that serious as one would think. Let's take a look at BNB real quick. Cryptocurrency. Let's look at it versus Tether. So yeah, we got a pullback. Um, what's that? Sixteen twelve, below that fifteen twenty six. So let's real quick before we leave out of here. What are we looking at? We got a day chart already. So so what are we looking at? Fifteen fifty nine, fourteen forty one, thirteen forty six is your fifty. And 1251 is your 618. So if we were to have any type of classic pullback formation, you could be looking anywhere between 1258 and 1441 as a possible re-entry on, um, uh, on BNB. Now, hold on, at least we forget. Let me do this, though. Short-term squeeze. We're looking at... From the 618 to the 382, 1521, 1565, and 1608. Once again, I'm going to say it one more time. From the 618 to the 382, you got 1521, 1565, and 1608 as your possible pullback areas. Right now, you're actually coming down and bouncing off of the uh, 236 at 1662. I don't know if anybody else can see that. I know it's kind of jam jammed up, but definitely nice uh, follow through. As utilizing the Fibonacci retracement levels. Let me see. Before we get on and make sure everything's going on right. Let me make sure the podcast is recording accurately. Let me see. Bless up, bless up. My buddy got back in. His funds were still there. I haven't logged in since last week. I'll check in a few. Blood days are opportunity today. Facts. When I did log in, I saw my balances were the same. I just couldn't do anything with it. Okay, okay, no doubt, no doubt. I think they back up and running for trading now. We'll check that out. Brother Polo, how we doing out there? What's the word, broski? How's your, how's your AM uh, going? In fact, let's just take a look at their news. And we should be able to see if they have opened back up to trading yet. If not here, I know they'll have it. Um... After the event that occurred, you may have heard various. Okay, so the most recent news: the following trading pairs have been enabled as of the twenty second of March. Um, ADC versus BTC. ADC. So ADC coin has been um released. Doge. Um. 
BCS versus BTC. Let me see who else. BIS versus BTC. BTX versus BTC. BWK versus BTC. So they've opened up trading to a couple of uh, different trading pairs already. So that's a good thing. And like I said, this is one of the fastest bounce backs I've ever seen uh, after a hack happen, in my, my opinion. Let me see. Deposits, transfer, and withdrawals. Um, trading. Let's see. Okay. We're just checking to make sure they didn't have any other news over there as far as... Let me see. And you always want to check out uh, a website's Twitter page to see how current, up-to-date they've been um, releasing information. Let's see. What is this? This is Atlanta Blue Digital. They haven't released anything since 2018. So this, they, they probably dead. And I love the idea that they have, but they probably dead. Yeah, another one bites the dust. Let's take a look at Cryptopia. Here we go. So let's see. 11 hour goes. Information detailing how deposits that came in after the event will be handled. Okay. For those wanting a list, you can find here. We have resumed trading on 40 trade pairs that we have quanti quantified as secure. We will continue to expand the list as we clear more coins. This is on the 18th. We will be sending out email to all impacted customers over the next day. A copy of this email can be found here. We have completed the maintenance and site. And the site is back up. Keep an eye on it. Okay, so yeah, since the 17th, please note they will be putting the site in maintenance. Okay, so yeah. As of the 18th, they resumed trading pair on 40. Uh, they resumed trading on 40 different trade pairs. So that's beautiful. That I'm talking about a hey, that that that's work. You know what I mean? Instead of them tucking their tail and running, you know, in defeat, like hell no, nah, we're gonna make this work. You know what I mean? So kudos to Cryptopia. Kudos to Cryptopia. Brother Duncan, what's going on? How we doing, my brother? Peace, peace, peace. Anywho. All right, so getting into the first story. Roberts Marie opened first brick-and-mortar cryptocurrency exchange. Crypto blockchain plug in Inglewood, California. Dig that. This was released on March 18th, um, 2019 in your web, um, LeeBailey's.com. Electronic Urban Report. Once again, that's Lee Bailey's Your Web. E-U-R-W-E-B. The story goes on to state, on March 9th, entrepreneurs Naja Roberts and business partner, partner Jackie Marie, both crypto blockchain experts, opened Crypto Blockchain Plug, the first African-American woman-owned cryptocurrency over-the-counter brick-and-mortar exchange in the country. Boom. And one of the only three brick-and-mortar cryptocurrency exchanges in the United States. The address is 614. What's that 11? Hmm. East Manchester Boulevard, Inglewood, California, 90301. Um, located in the revitalizing heart of Inglewood, the 3,000 square feet of beautifully designed office space was built with crypto and blockchain enthusiasts in mind, and its creator's grand vision of offering more than simply a currency exchange. The newly renovated space offers two chic lounges, a 12-seat conference room, a kitchenette, social media recording studio. Oh, my God. I need to move to Cali. Shared offices. One uh, is a blockchain museum of sorts, a blockchain, a crypto blockchain store, and a space for kids entitled Crypto Kids Camp. 
the mind of the melanated being, family. Do we see this greatness right here? Come on, now let's be honest. Let's be honest. Have we heard any of this? This this whole hold on. This whole first half of this 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 article right here. Have we has anybody else heard any of this in any type of prominent news? In the African American community? I mean, it ain't even gotta be just tech. I mean, as a financial advancement in the right direction. Has anybody heard any of this news? Like, this is phenomenal what they have going on. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, let me see what we got going on here. Moving right along with the story. Last but not least, they have the new crypto space smart ATM with both crypto and regular banking capabilities. In an effort to educate the community with proper understanding, the cryptocurrency blockchain ecosystem monthly meetups and free workshops will be offered to bring individuals unfamiliar with this new financial concept into realization. Man, I need to fucking move out there. Oh, no, nah, no, I don't. I need to. Don't worry about it. That's what, that's what needs to happen. What they're doing out there needs to be implemented right here. With all the race around the cryptocurrency... Astute entrepreneurs Nigel Roberts and Jackie Marie feel that the timing is perfect for the community to gain knowledge, adopt, and adhere to this new wave of future and be prepared. I, I believe strongly that cryptocurrency is one of the most viable ways to finally close the wealth gap that exists in our world. According to Jackie Marie, cryptocurrency and blockchain are the revolutionary new technology of our future generations. As a mother, I believe it is my responsibility to be aware of the advancements made that will affect the way my son will acquire new knowledge. Blockchain technology is definitely one of those major advancements. With the atmosphere and amenities are upscale, while the atmosphere and amenities are upscale, the space is inviting, unintimidating, and price right, and it brings a much-needed service to the community. It's accessible, affordable, and a great place for community members to learn the basics, have a place to meet work together, and get to know each other. According to Entrepreneur.com, black female-owned businesses are the fastest-growing economic force in the U.S. The number of black women-owned businesses grew 67% between 2007 and 2012, outpacing the 27% growth rate for female-owned businesses, reports the U.S. Consensus Bureau. The rapid growth is particularly impressive and hard-won considering the challenges that black women face as entrepreneurs, including lack of startup capital, resources, and loans, along with the racial and gender discrimination with the largely white, male-dominated sectors of financing and technology. Yeah, they, they, they breaking down a bunch of walls and jumping over a bunch of hurdles with what they're doing right now. I'm, in actuality, I'm going to be honest with you, they are creating history, as I've been telling y'all many a time. They just created history with this, what they're doing, and it may go overlooked like the many black entrepreneurs throughout history that you didn't know about. You know what I mean? Um, both Nigel Roberts and Jackie Marie are passionate about mass adoption and understand that it can only be done through education. They are currently positioning themselves to be ambassadors of the community, providing pa pa uh, pa Patreons with in-person interaction and seek security and comfort in knowing that they can receive assistance daily. Real people and real solutions. Man, I, 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 I really would love to read that like to an audience of over 1,000, 10,000. 50,000 to really get in tune with what they're doing. Like, this is this is some of the greatest news I've heard in cryptocurrency really damn near since I've been in. Because this is, man, they, they got it up and running. They got it working. They know what's going on. They got the vision. Like, man, amazing shit going on in this space, family. 
Uh, moving right along. Uh, next story coming in from Forbes. You already know we got to keep track of what Forbes is looking at. Um, let me see. We got Brother Chris dropping some jewels. Uh, what is this? Bitcoin, BTC, Moon Overload. Bitcoin has traditionally started pumping around one year on average before its halving date. The next halving is estimated to be May of 2020, meaning that the uptrend will begin in May of... Okay. Interesting. We'll take a look at that at a later date. That's interesting, though. Um, definitely got to be pay attention to the halving that's going on. This is going to be an interesting story right here, too. The one about the, uh, hold on, where was it? Yeah, they see no value in issuing digital currency. Remember, this is the central bank saying this, family. Like, yeah, that doesn't, we don't need that. Um, also, that crypto firm BlockFi, they didn't change the rules of the game as far as their um, interest rates, as far as what you're getting back, depending on how much capital you have to put up. We'll get to that in a minute. One small Bitcoin rival is up almost 50% so far this year, and here's why. Bitcoin has been flatlined since taking a sharp dive late last year, but the market for some minor cryptocurrencies known as altcoins has risen, with some digital tokens making major strides. The Bitcoin price is down some 80% from its all-time highs, set more than a year ago, and remains trapped in a long-running bear market, dubbed Crypto Winter, for its debilitating effect on the industry, and leaving investors and traders desperately looking for alternatives. While some coins have been making well-publicized strides, Cardano, currently the 10th largest cryptocurrency by market capitalization with a value of just over $1.5 billion, has been quietly climbing in price. Cardano, which trades as digital token under the name ADA, is up some 22% over the last seven days, breaking into the top 10 biggest cryptocurrencies by market cap. The Cardano price is up a little over 30% over the last 30 days and almost 50% so far this year, according to prices from CoinMarketCap, a cryptocurrency price data tracker, which everybody should be familiar with, CoinMarketCap and LiveCoinWatch. The great crypto winners seem to be drawn to a close, and we're now seeing things start to thaw out as we enter spring, said Matty Greenspan, senior market analyst at Brokerage uh, eToro. You may also like that during this period... Often dubbed alt-season, Bitcoin is making mild gains as some of the smaller cryptos are seeing massive gains and losses as alternative investors re readjust their respective portfolios. Cardano was naturally one of the altcoins that investors are bullish on at the moment. Cardano, created in late 27 amid the global cryptocurrency gold rush, saw its price soar to over $1 per ADA token at the beginning of 2018 before sharply falling back along with the wider crypto market. That's right, it was over a dollar, family. Cardano, a nonprofit platform with three separate bodies responsible for its maintenance and development, is run by a team of academics and engineers who are trying to find ways to better scale and secure a blockchain network and are working on integrating smart contracts. Cardano has been pushed on over the last few days by the release of a new network vision, version, excuse me, seen as an important step towards the highly anticipated so-called proof of stake, Shelly Upgrade. The wider cryptocurrency market, including the, the second largest cryptocurrency by market cap Ethereum, had been working on a move to proof of stake. Ah, okay, yeah, the move from proof of stake to proof of work. Expected to reduce energy use and improve security. The latest Cardano network version means ADA will use a new consensus protocol known as Ouroboros BFT, helping it to fend off potential 51% attack that can cripple a cryptocurrency, which happened earlier this year with um, Ethereum Classic. They, had, they suffered a 51% attack, but they bounced back. 
Real nice. Um, this update is technically a hard fork, but will take place in a smooth and automatic way because this is a planned protocol upgrade whereby all parties to the current federated system have agreed to the change. Cardano developers wrote in a blog post last week. The Cardano 1.5 release also makes many other improvements. These include performance improvements with when rendering lists and with a large number of transactions and wallet addresses. The addition of features for detecting insufficient disk space in a new screen that visualizes the block storage consolidation process. Meanwhile, Cardano uh, developments, including a new wallet maker, is easier to deposit and receive ADA tokens, ADA tokens, and view transaction history. And rumors the cryptocurrency development group Input Output Hong Kong and the Cardano Foundation would could release could soon release a mass market payment network for ADA has further pushed the price higher. So that's just a little bit of um update right now. Family Cardano been doing this thing, but it's a lot of other cryptocurrencies that have been shitting on Cardano, just to be honest. But not to not to shit on Cardano though. But I mean, man, I don't know if anybody's been paying attention to um Ravencoin for one. Who's seen an increase? Let's see. This is February. What is this? This is February 25th. So this is a month. Over 400% so far. Over 400%. Another one that has seen a very, very sharp increase. Let me see. Let's go to Coin Signals. For anybody that may be part of the affiliate or may just be trading the token. Um, definitely one you want to have. Well, definitely one that I um, chose to have in my portfolio is KBC coin or carrot uh, bar, carrot gold coin. So we can see this one also. I mean, look at the blast off. So if we look at this one since, let me see, what is this? February 24th. Let's see. Let me get rid of some of this though. Remove. There we go. Now we can even. So we got 200% gains right there. Let's see. If we go back to. That's 2018. Let me see, beginning of this year. Okay, this is January. So far, KBC, and this is in dollar amount, has brought back a total of four, no, that 477, about 479% since the beginning of January, family. So you got coins out here that are doing the donkey right now. Um, Let me see, what did BTT do? Because BitTorrent did some very amazing uh, and think and since has since retraced. Look at that. Now we're gonna take a look at this shape also to see exactly what we're looking at here. Let's see. So within the first couple of days, BitTorrent did two hundred percent returns within a two day period, three day period. Not bad. Now let's see exactly what type of retracement we have i'm looking at i'm looking somewhere between the 50 and the 618 maybe maybe resting on the 618 right now or maybe resting between the 50 and the 236 let's see what we got going on here it looks like a smack dab on one of these retracement lines though 
What did I tell you? Between the 618 and the 50. Very, very, very nice. Very nice. Smack, I'm talking about smack that 618 clear. Bounce back up. Tested that 50. Retracing right now. But see, just as well as I was able to call the retracement levels that it may have been between, you'll be able to do the same thing. The more you do use this repetitiously day in and day out, you'll be like, okay, that was like about a 50% retracement right now. So that's right, really, this right here would have been somebody's entry that you would have uh, probably played with. You can see after the first tap down, we came down, tested that 50, bounced back up, hit that 23, came down, look at that, barely wicked off that 50. Came back up, same thing though to the upside. You barely wicked off that two, three, six, right? Another test. So you got one, two, three, about three, three nice tests, and then a nice gradual sell off, consolidation, pump, consolidation. So, in fact, this is like looks like it was forming a cup and handle, but it lost pressure, though it could turn around here. But now, what would you be looking for? Let's see this on the flip side of things. It's full of swing high, right? To a swing low. And now let's switch these over to our right side. So we can see. Flip those over like that. Alright, so now, what do we see happen? Look at this, solid, look at that solid contact. Swing high to swing low, found our bottom, came up, what did we test first? The 236, wasn't able to break it, broke back down. What would we be looking for as far as, let me see, let me grab this. This is what you should be looking at between 382 and the 618, right? Which will give us, I mean, just to the 382, that would be 16%, what, 20% gains? 28% gains, almost 30. And then about 37% gains, just on the retracement, back up between uh, the 382 and the 618. So, and that's a bit torrent that we're looking at. Now, getting back into what story were we just going over? Was that Cardano? Yeah, we did just go over Cardano. Um, let's see, smack that out of there, smack that out of there. All right, now getting into the uh, crypto firm BlockFi news. Now, I don't know if anybody remembers, but we covered this story. They're a firm that is offering some crazy. Crate where we're offering some crazy, crazy nice returns as far as putting your cryptocurrency in their platform in the beginning. I believe the terms were upwards of 6%. Since, they, since then, since everybody came, rushed, put their money in there for the guaranteed returns, they've changed their terms of service. And we'll get into how they changed it. So, crypto firm BlockFi trims interest rates of Bitcoin savings accounts. BlockFi trims payouts for hedge funds and VCs provides a boost for average crypto investors. The BlockFi interest account, BIA, which launched as a private beta in January before rolling out to the public at the start of March, has so far been dubbed a huge success by the firm. Excuse me. The BIA gives investors a return whether the crypto market is up or down and is proven huge popular with investors. 
It has drawn in around $35 million in investment so far and shows no sign of stopping in a blog post BlockFi said. Since our public launch on March 5th, BIA has grown by over 400% in counting. Now, BlockFi is adjusting its interest rates to favor retail investors, its core market, right? Making sure they can still benefit from the firm's 6.2% APY while making payouts on large deposits smaller. So let's get into what they're talking about. BlockFi says despite an unanticipated demand for crypto hedge funds and venture capitalist firms, 75% of BIA customers have a balance of less than 5 BTC or 150 Ethereum, and that the median account balance is around 7,000. So let's see what they have. So less than 5 Bitcoin and 150 Ethereum. So they're saying the average account over there has less than 20,000 in Bitcoin. And let me see. Okay, so 20,000 in Bitcoin, 20,000 in Ethereum. That's the majority of what they're saying. BlockFi said it wants to stay true to its consumer-focused market. This is a testament to the market demand for simple and easy-to-use consumer-focused products in the crypto ecosystem. We are so grateful for our early adopter support and look forward to giving even more investors a chance to earn a yield on their crypto. So, starting April 1st, pay attention to this, only BIA balances of up to and including 25 BTC or 500 Ethereum, which is equivalent to roughly $100,000 and $70,000 respectively, will earn the 6.2% APY rate. Now, I like that they did that. Why did they do that? Because anyone that's a whale, think about how sustainable something like that is, right? We got to think about the interest rates that are given back when we look at some of these, what may have been termed at one point a high up or a high yield investment of platform or program and see how sustainable something like that is giving back those type of returns. Because that means anyone with any type of money, in fact, perfect example, right? I like how bankroll, I think it is, has a whale cap, right? To whereas you can only um, get, receive those rewards if you have under the whale status, right? So you have to, if you got anywhere from 1.171 million Tron or above, you do not get to re, uh, get the 3.3% returns. And I got about 13 over here to withdraw. Total withdrawal so far is 256 Tron from this. Um, right now I got 13 more that I can withdraw. Right? Let me see if they got the information on the whale. Let me see. Because I would love to explain how they uh, implement that. Let me see. Lifetime deposits. Players enjoy the contract of design. Okay. Not right there. Might be in a white paper. But basically they keep they keep it sustainable by not allowing somebody being able to come in and dump, you know, X amount of millions and billions of dollars in here and receive 3.33% of uh, deposits back. So as you can see, I have uh, total credits. Because remember, when you think of cryptocurrency, you want to think of it as a form of secured credit. That's really what it is. You know what I mean? 
Well, in a sense, it could be equivalent to secured credit. So total credit is right now 850, right? And so far out of that 850, I have withdrawn 250, right? So I'm coming up damn near a third of uh, what I put in there already. So this is one such um, example of how limiting the amount of interest that can get paid out will keep a platform more sustainable. So basically, you have to anything over twenty five, basically anything anybody over one hundred thousand to seventy thousand dollars ain't gonna get that six point two percent. Remember, Albert Einstein called compound interest the eighth wonder of the world. Learn how block files are unlocking the financial tool for crypto investors. And anybody, this is the thing, anyone can do compound interest. Anyone can do anything that any establishment is doing for you. That's what I want people to comprehend and realize. Anyone can do anything that any one of these institutions uh, do for you. It's, a, it's on walkthrough video for Wales. My man's good looking, brother uh, Polo. Good looking. Let me see. It goes on to state. So, for example, um, balances above that limit will have a tired rate of 2%. So, look, anything over 100000 70000 respectively, only 2% interest, which is still beautiful. So, for example, if you have 25.5 BTC in your BIA account, ah, you will receive a 6.2% on the first 25. Oh, my God, genius. Fucking genius. That's genius. They still, even though you over the whale status, only the funds that are over the whale status. St- man, that's, that's genius. Hmm. So anything you have over that desired amount, you'll get a 2%. But anything under that, you'll still get your 62 That's the shit. In addition, withdrawal fees will be introduced on April 5th. BlockFi feels the fees will be a flat rate of 0.002A. I'm going to tell you where they get you at. I've seen this done on platforms before within the last two years that I've been in this space. Pay attention, family. Pay attention to how this happens. So if I have a platform, right, and as of right now, we're looking at the price you know, Bitcoin, where it is, Ethereum, where it is. They're saying we have a flat rate. I've seen this done on many a platform. And when you see the price of that asset that they have a flat rate of go up, you see that flat rate start to change a whole lot, right? So pay attention to the game. 0.0025 BTC, 0.0015 Ethereum, right? And that's with the current price of Bitcoin and Ethereum. So let's see. Point, let me see, that's 0.0025. So right now, <laughs> right now that's $10, right? At roughly, what, $4,000 a coin? So if we go up to $5,000, what's that going to be? $6,000, what's that going to be? $7,000, what's that going to be? They get you when they had these set crypto. With, unless, the, unless they're going to go in and adjust these, right? Unless Because it sounds good while the prices are low. I'm telling y'all, I've been on platforms before where... When I was first doing withdrawals, the shit was like five cent. You see it go up to twenty-five cent. Then the price of the coin goes up that you are withdrawing, and now the withdrawals are damn it five dollars. Don't let the price uh five X. The withdrawal fee is fifty bucks. Has anybody ever used a platform like that where they just got a flat fee, a flat rate of the cryptocurrency, but the the price of the cryptocurrency actually dictate dictates the dollar amount that you're going to be losing, right? So even though it's oh, it's point zero zero two five BTC, that ain't shit, man. What what is point zero zero two five BTC going to be when the price of Bitcoin is twenty five thousand dollars? 
right? 20000 10000 even. In fact, let's see. What is the price of Bitcoin? That's $10. So the price of Bitcoin right now is what? $4,019, right? So how would they have came to that? That would have been, what, zero? What's that? We'll say four divided by 0 0.0025, if I'm doing that right. No, it can't be. That can't be right. How would you... It still wouldn't be right. I'm trying to think how to... Uh, how to correctly calculate it because I'm telling you when the price of that coin goes up right man the price of that withdrawal gonna go up then you're gonna see that real effect so, so it's, it's stuff like this that catches your eye when you've actually lived through it and been through it the effects of you know the, the uh, price of a withdrawal token going up on um, power of self take control you know I've seen it we just talked about it yeah we just talked about it coin does it we just talked about it, bro. Whereas they just got a flat, oh, yeah, we just want this many tokens to withdraw. And when that token is cheap, he's like, oh, okay, that ain't really much. Then you see the price of that token go up. You're happy, but shit, the amount of money that it takes to now withdraw that token has gone up also. You know what I mean? So definitely something that you want to be knowledgeable about. Saw the price go up and made you stake more to even buy in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It can happen. Um, BlockFi says it was developed as a product for average investors, and it wants to support this core market. I mean, even charging you $10 as a, as a withdrawal fee, though, that's still kind of steep to me, in my opinion. From the start, BIA was meant to be a consumer-focused product. While we greatly appreciate the widespread adoption of BlockFi's products, our mission is to provide the average crypto investor with the tools to build their wealth and invite new participants into the ecosystem. It added, these small adjustments are necessary to ensure the BIA can support as many clients as possible while maintaining the high-quality services we provide for the average crypto consumer. We anticipate that our minimum interest rate deposit amount will drop with the coming months. BlockFi was set up in 2017 following an investment from crypto bull Mike Novogratz, Galaxy Digital Firm. BlockFi started by developing a dollar-based cryptocurrency lending fund that allowed holders of Ethereum and Bitcoin to borrow money while using these assets as collateral. Mm, sounds familiar, doesn't it? Make a DAO, day stablecoin. Um, seeing the potential of the crypto industry to grow, the developers saw an avenue to make money by providing affordable interest rates and high levels of fund security to crypto enthusiasts and retail investors. So they over there doing the work also, family. They doing the work. Um, definitely for those long-term investors, something you may want to look into, though you can do a lot of what they're doing on your own. So, and I wonder, let's see now. This is the thing to keep in mind. They're, are they giving you back 6.2% APY on the dollar amount or on the crypto amount? And I think we may have went through it before. I think we may have went through it before. Well, I, I, I'll go more in-depth with it and try to figure it out, though. Um, leading on to more uh, new central bank sees no value in issuing digital currency. Um, the general manager of Bank for International Settlements, or the BIS, has again warned the caution is needed when considering central bank digital currencies. In a speech at the Central Bank of Ireland on Friday, Augustine Cardin said the central bank today are not seeing the value of venturing into the unknown when it comes to issuing a central bank digital currency, CBDC, as such a move could bring for the fundamental changes to both financial stability and the monetary system, which isn't. Hey, all right. The current monetary system, he explained, consists of two tiers. The customer-facing banking, the customer-facing banking system, and the central bank, which both work together. However, with a CBDC, the deposit and lending business will shift from the commercial banks to central banks, 
producing a one-tier system. Carson's return. There are historical instances with one-tier systems where the central bank did everything. In the socialist economies before the fall of the Berlin Wall, the central bank was also the commercial bank. But I do not think we can hold up that system as something that will serve customers better. At times of financial stress, money tends to move away from the banks that are seen as high risk towards banks that are considered more secure. The BIS chief continued. Therefore, it is not far-fetched to picture a scenario in which a CBDC could command a premium over a fiat currency. For example, where one euro of deposits in the commercial bank buys less than the euro's worth of central bank digital currency. Now, what they mean by that, right, is that the, the digital currency will unsurp, I believe the word is, or take over the buying power of the actual fiat currency was supposed to be backed by. Almost like how we see right now, USDT is a dollar oh three, but it's supposed to be paid to a dollar. In my opinion, right? Um, it goes on to state, a central bank digital currency would also impact the monetary policy environment, he said, adding that it would change the demand for base money in its composition in, in unpredictable ways. Furthermore, with demand for cash still high in most countries, there is no urgency to come up with a substitute for cash in the form of CBDC. Um, he added that the technology is still broadly untested. As a result of these uncertainties, central banks prefer to tread cautiously into the area of CBDCs. Before we open up the patient for a major surgery, we need to understand the full consequences of what we're doing. He stated, so far, experiments have not shown that new technologies will work any better than existing ones. There is no clear demand for CBDCs on the part of society. There are huge operational consequences for central banks in implementing monetary policy and implications for the stability of the financial system. Last, last July, the BIS had, a, had predicted a bad ending for cryptocurrencies, saying that they represent a bubble, a Ponzi scheme, and an environmental disaster. And in February 2018, Carson's warned that cryptocurrencies could become parasites on the financial system. He also claimed that cryptocurrencies are not sustainable as money, adding that they fail to meet the basic textbook's definition of a currency. Earlier this month, the Basel Committee on Banking Supervision, part of the BIS, also warned that the growth of cryptocurrencies pose a number of risks to banks and global financial stability. Read through the lines and do not take those words lightly, family. Do not take those words lightly. Now, moving into the last story. Once again, we got to keep Binance in the list. Um, they changed their Launchpad token sale format to a lottery. Let's see what they, what they, what they mean. Leading cryptocurrency exchange Binance announces major change to the format of its uh, Launchpad token sale in a post on its blog published on March 24th. Per the announcement, the company will use a new lottery format for the next project on Binance Launchpad. Previously, the system functioned on a first-come, first-served basis, which left many users who joined high-demand sale queues without tokens. The post also outlines a lottery ticket system in which participants will be able to claim up to five tickets by holding BNB tokens over the 20-day leading up to the lottery, with one ticket per 100 BNB. The exchange will announce the number of winning tickets and the amount of funds that the owner of a winning ticket will receive. Users will be able to choose how many tickets they want to use to participate in a given lottery in the 24 hours before the winners are chosen. With the maximum number based on their BNB holdings over the tw prior 20-day period, while Binance admits that the new system may cause many fluctuations in BNB trading before and after the snapshot time, it reports that the side effects should be minimal, adding, 
Other market participants may view this as an opportunity in counter trade to even out the fluctuations. Binance Launchpad, as the name suggests, is the company's token launchpad platform, which most recently concluded a 4 million sale of Seller Network, CLR, token last week. The platform reportedly conducted the Fetch AI token sale, which raised 6 million within 22 seconds in February. That's right, family. $6 million, 22 seconds. How is that for <laughs> money movement? As Cointelegraph recently reported, changes made to Binance's application program, excuse me, public application program and interface to API seemingly revealed that the company is working on implementing margin trading. Last Tuesday, two exchanges, LBank and Bitzy, overtook Binance on the adjusted trade volume cryptocurrency exchange rankings on CoinMarketCap. But research published on March 18th by the T by the tier suggests most of the volume is fake. Wow. Something we definitely have to cover too. Fake volume on some of these exchange markets. But uh family, that is the first round. First, first, first half of coffee and crypto. Where you know we go go through the news and have our little commentary. So how we doing today, family? Right now we're running on 44 minutes on New Money Matrix podcast. Just uh diving over to the 45 minute uh area, about 15 minutes left. Let's take a look and see how some of the top cryptocurrencies are doing in the market. So with that, we're going to head over to Live Coin Watch, where we can see the top, not only 24 hours, but also the top hour, which I think is very, very helpful. We're trying to look at the status of uh, crypto. Miss Candace, how we doing? Miss Nicole, peace, peace. Miss Kendria, grand rising to everybody. How we doing out there, family? I thank everybody that's tuning in with me right now for the uh, Coffee and Crypto show. Um, also... If you can, please share this out for other individuals that may want to get this information. Um, workshops are back available this week. Workshops are back available this week. Today will be the workshop for those that are just beginning in this space that have not um, been able to obtain cryptocurrency, don't know the first thing about obtaining cryptocurrency, or have gotten in and don't know where to go from there. Um, you will leave. For those that, that join that do not yet have any crypto, you will leave with crypto in your wallet for those that choose to join. Um, is um, open to those who choose to put forth a donation in order, you know, as a reciprocity for the uh, two hours that we'll be spending going over an amount of uh, material. Also, later on in the week, we'll be doing the chart reading class for those that want to get into chart reading. And also, I will begin the trading workshop. I will begin the trading workshop this week also. Um, there's going to be an adjustment to it. With the updated information on what's going on with Dragon X, they will not be added to the trading workshop. So we'll be focusing on KuCoin and the Binance Exchange market. Um, for those that are interested in the DeFi, the one everyone's been asking about, the DeFi workshop, those who want to get into decentralized financing, you have to have a basic understanding of cryptocurrency before um, I feel comfortable with you trying to learn decentralized finance. You know what I mean? I want you to be able to do um transactions fluidly on your own understand those transactions fluidly on your own that way you won't need to have somebody um initially holding your hand through the process though you may not know what's going on with you creating cdps trying to pay off a loan withdraw a loan um the safety risk and or the safety net of the liquidation price you know what i mean i want you to understand some basics before you try to get into something more advanced. That's like me put placing you in a bank and telling you, okay, just go to work. This is how we do this, that, and the third, but you don't know anything about the monetary system first and foremost, you know what I mean? So a prior amount of basic information, I believe, is needed. Just reading about Dragon X. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. But that's the space that we're living in right now. Um, 
like I said, Cryptopia just came out of a, a, a hack uh, back in January, back up and running. Um, accounts are intact from a lot of the feedback that I'm getting from individuals that have those accounts. And they just opened trading to, I believe, about 40 pairs is what we read uh, this rising. So, I mean, all is not lost. All is not gone. You know, when we got uh, exchange markets like that actually coming through at the end, like, look, we got y'all. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Cryptopia is not looked at as a major exchange market. It's a lot of individuals that say Cryptopia is a shit coin exchange market. But, hey, look at how many top exchange, market have, exchange markets have been hacked and nothing done about it. Pretty much closed up shop, moved along. You know what I mean? They, man, they did their thing. I got to commend Cryptopia for that. So I'm um, getting into the top 20 real quick, family. Let's see what we got going on out here. Uh, number one, we got Big Bank Hank Bitcoin. Um, up oh, before we get into that, look at the circulating market cap. We're down from our 141s and 142 highs down to 139. In fact, let's take a look at coin market cap. Now, um, also, like I said, the thing about Dragon X, they are still up. You can still come to the exchange. It's much like Cryptopia before they open it back up, where you can still, um. You know, access to the application, but the trading has been suspended though, so there's no trading going on. You know what I mean? You can see your your account balances and whatnot, but you cannot trade. You cannot trade. So, um, let's go over the coin market cap so we can take a look at the overall volume. Let's see trend market cap. Here we go. Let's look at these global charts. Let's look at the last seven days. There we go. Came up, cracked that. Look, look, smacked that resistance line. Came back down, bounced, and now what are we doing? Moving sideways. I mean, it's, 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 it's crazy when you see how this thing respects. These invisible lines that be here. You know what I mean? So we got a co co uh, consolidation period right now. Those are good. Let's look at the last one. Those are good. Look at look what look what consolidation has done for us many and many times. Came down, bounced up, tested, testing, testing, one, two, three, and then look, broke. Same thing. Consolidation. Look at that. Wave up, wave up, wave up, wave up, break, wave up, wave up, wave up. Consolidating. Very good. You need to see that. You want to see that. I want to see that. Me personally. Even if you don't. So right now we got a circulating supply of 139 million. Excuse me. 139 billion, 606 million, 867,000. Um, excuse me. 139 billion, 594 million, 99,712 dollars. Right now you got a 24-hour volume of 15 billion, 163 million, 261,265 dollars. BTT dominance right now is at a 50.54%. Uh, coming in at number one, you got Big Bank Hank. Holding those gains up there around $4,000, family, right now, pretty much even in the last 24 hours. In fact, I'm pretty much going to run through the prices because it's pretty much consolidating all through here. All consolidation. Binance Coin lost 3.3%. Cardano lost 3%. Tron lost 2%. Bitcoin SV lost 2%. Um, Maker and Ontology losing barely 1%. Maker up to $721. 
uh, Neem losing 2%. So let's see. Big Bank Hank Bitcoin coming in at $4,006. Ethereum coming in at number, um, big, you know, big, uh, big Bank Hank coming in at number one, $4,006.47. Coming in at number two, you got Ethereum trading at $136.44. Coming in at number three, you got Ripple trading at $0.30. Cent. And all three are pretty much even, 0 0.3, 0 0.8, 0.9% losses over the last 24 hours. Coming in at number four, you got Litecoin trading back above $60.13 right now with a gain of 0.1% within the last 24, a loss of 0.5% within the last hour. Coming in at number five, you have EO trading at $3.65. Right now, pretty much even. Coming in at number six, you got Bitcoin Cash at $164.10, down 0.8% within the last 24. Coming in at number seven, you got Binance Coin, BNB, trading at $16.82. Right now, it's down 3.3% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number eight, you got Tether, USDT, trading above a dollar at 102 even for the last 24. Coming in at number nine, you got Stella XLM trading at 10 cents, up 1.9% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number 10, you got Cardano ADA trading at 6 cents, up 3 point, no, excuse me, down 3.7% within the last 24 hours. And Stella's down 1.9% within the last 24 hours. I believe I may have said up. Coming in at number 11, you got Tron TRX trading at 2 cents, down 2.8% within the last 24. Coming in at number 12, you got Bitcoin SV trading, <coughs> excuse me, family. Trading at $64.92, down 2.1% within the last 24. <coughs> Coming in at number 13, Privacy Coin, Monero, XMR. Trading above $52.57, um, pretty much even, down 0.5% within the last 24. Coming in at number 14, we have IOTA trading at $0.30. Cent. Down 1.8% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number 15, we have Dash trading at $92.18. Down 0.3% within the last 24. Coming in at number 16, we have Maker trading above $700 right now at $722. Down 1.5% within the last 24. Coming in at number 17, we have Ontology trading at $1.22. Um... Down 0.9% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number 18, we have Neo trading at $9.18, up 0.3% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number 19, we have Ethereum Classic, ETC, trading at $4.78, down 1.5% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number 20, we have Neem trading at $0.05, cent, down 1.9% within the last 24 hours, family. That is your top 20 coins in the coin market cap. Look at Tezos, up 6% within the last 24, 1.8% within the last hour. Tezos running. What exchange market can we find Tezos on? Tezos running real nice. Let's look at the last 30 days, though. Look at those returns. Look at the returns in the last 30, the last 7, the last 24, and the last hour. This thing really just took off. It's on HitBTC, gate.io. Good. I will be heading over to HitBTC to go ahead and check this out and look for a possible pullback. What is that? XTZ? XTZ? Tezos versus, let's see, versus Bitcoin. This is the day chart. Ah, so we already in a pullback. Look at that. Look how we missed that. How many of y'all can almost bet this is the 618? If not the tip, at least the uh, body closing. And this may be our 5.0. Let's see. Let's see what we got here. Ah, not even. The 382, not even that much of a pullback. Only pull back to the 382. I got I gotta look at the extension that we have too. That's a very long extension. So nice. Being stopped out by what where? The 236. Look at that. That's nice. Very nice. Let's see. That's our last pull. Ah, so there we go. So if we were to look at this, let's break this down. Two hours four hours right 
So we had a run, pullback. This is the last pullback before the run. And then you do see that you have a confirmation of that 618. Let me slide this down a tad bit so we can all see. There we go. Let's see. Let's look at our hour. Extend it. That's what I want to see. While keeping this in close proximity. There we go. Look at that. Smack that 50. Broke. This right here was you would have been looking for on the breakout side. To break that 38.2. This is exactly what you would have been looking for. So now we're looking for a run up to the 236. Where we've seen an amount of resistance previously, though right now, um, over the last couple of hours, you got very, very, very strong, strong uh, candlestick movement. Um, let's see, let's get some volume in here real quick. Let me see where we at right now. Um, let's see, just taking a look at Tezos real quick. There we go. Look at that volume that came in previously. And the volume starting to pick up once again. So that's definitely what you want to see on the currency that has been running. Is breakouts on, on high volume. Breakouts on high volume. Now let's real quick take a look at the top runners. Let's see who we got up and running. Let's see. Maximine Coin still running. Digitex Futures back up 14%. KuCoin shares. This thing has been non Stop running. I'm talking about up to $1.31 right now. I first posted it was trading at $0.88. Cent. Digitex Futures also another one who I've stressed about um, getting in front of, up 14.14%. BitShares coming in number two, up 17%. Maximine up 30%. Um, Golem up six. Tezos on the list up six. Ravencoin still running. Shout out to brother Joshua Coleman. Still running up 6.3%. Then you got Ardor, Nas, Nebulous Coin up 3%. Who I told many individuals to pay attention to, um, sadly, on the Dragon X exchange market, though it could have been utilized in, uh, elsewhere. Ah, take a look at Dai. Dai is even on the list. And this is just a, uh, a stable coin. Pundix up 0.4%, starting to see some gains. So these are your top runners. Now, let's look at the top potentials, those that you want to look for entering. We got Repo, we got AOA, we got Theta Token, Engine. Remember, this is the top loser coin. Wax, Basic Attention Token, Power Ledger. So we got, let me see, discount prices on AOA, 9%. Discount, discount prices on Theta, 6%. Engine Coin, 6%. Wax, 5%. Basic Attention Token, 5%. Power Ledger, 5%. OMG, 4%. Revane, 4%. Cardano, 4%. Decentraland, 
3%. Steam, 3%. And we're going to get into something about Decentraland and Steam in a minute, family. For those that are going to be listening in on the New Money Matrix podcast, I'm about to end this now. We went through the top 20. We got the news out the way. These are your biggest gainers, your biggest losers. Until the next podcast, I want to thank everybody that's tuning in and listening. Peace, power, and prosperity, family. I am out of here.